with your coronavirus update for Tuesday, April 5th. I'm Jim Watkins. First up, we'll take a look at news with impact, then a look at weekly trends in fatalities and COVID-related cases, including the world picture of where we stand today. Also, an editor's note, the coronavirus update will continue to include new information moving forward, and we'll stay on top of those news stories with impact as they play out in our society and our government. So you'll be looking forward to more interviews and longer episodes of the Coronavirus Update. Thanks again for following and sharing this podcast. And now, news with impact. Epic Times reports children will much more likely to suffer severe outcomes from COVID-19 caused by the Delta variant when compared to the Omicron variant, according to a new study. Researchers from Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine in Ohio reviewed electronic health records of more than 651,000 American children under five years old who had encountered with health care facilities between September 2021 and January. The records came from the TriNetX analytics platform, and patients were from all 50 states. Researchers found that more than 66,000 children were infected with Delta and more than 22,700 were infected with Omicron, which displaced Delta as the dominant strain in the United States in late 2021. Analyzing the records, researchers found that children were much more likely to become infected with Omicron, which has shown to be much more transmissible than the earlier strains than Delta. Shanghai has extended its stay-at-home orders as it reviews the results of a new round of COVID testing of the city's 26 million residents conducting starting April 4th. The financial hub began its two-stage lockdown on March 28th, which was to allow healthcare workers to complete at least two rounds of mass testing. The curbs, which has severely disrupted daily life and business operations, was originally scheduled to be lifted on April 5th at 5 a.m. But in a notice released on April 4th, that would be Sunday, Shanghai authorities announced the extension of lockdowns, ordering residents not to step out of their homes before they complete the review of a new round of test results. They added that mass screenings were almost completed by late evening. Authorities did not indicate when the curbs would be lifted. Shanghai has tested over 32 million people during the staggered lockdown, among the most severe in the world today, city officials said at Sunday's press conference it also ordered a new round of antigen testing. And there is a new variant in Shanghai. Epic Times' Tiffany Meyer reports. China's Vice Premier Sun Chunlan arrived in Shanghai over the weekend. Her arrival left little doubt on Beijing's position in dealing with the virus. Sun has spearheaded China's virus control efforts throughout the pandemic. On Sunday, she stressed that Shanghai must adhere to China's zero-COVID policy without any, quote, hesitation or wavering. China's zero-COVID policy is the regime's strategy to eradicate the virus. With mass testing, lockdowns and isolation, anytime one positive case is detected. It's in contrast to many countries which have adopted living with the virus in low numbers. As the strict virus measures are expected to last for a while in Shanghai, China affairs analyst Tang Jingyuan warns the situation may signal a larger issue. This kind of epidemic prevention has nothing to do with medical science. It's about politics. Tang says basically China is using the crisis to boost its international status. It was Tiffany Myers from Epic Times. 
In other news, Newsmax reporting the World Health Organization warns that a hybrid of the BA.1 and the BA.2 Omicron mutated named XE was first detected in the UK and now China is reporting COVID-19 cases of two novel Omicron subvariants that don't match any existing sequences. Experts are not sure whether the latest outbreaks caused by these variants are transient or could eventually cause problems around the world. Rajiv Venkaya, an expert in global vaccine issues who has done extensive research on neutralizing Omicron and its subvariants for Arium Therapeutics, says, quote, If the Chinese authorities' efforts to constrain transmission are ineffective against a highly, highly transmissible virus like an Omicron variant, this could become a threat for the rest of the world. According to the reports, the XE variant is 10% more transmissible than the BA.2 subvariant, which has been the most contagious mutation so far, according to ExpressCo.uk. The World Health Organization says the BA.2 is still the most dominant mutation of the Omicron virus, with 86% of all sequenced cases attributed to it. So far, the XE accounts for only a small fraction of COVID-19 cases, but its extremely high transmissibility means it could become the dominant strain in the future. Also from Newsmax, fresh government data shows that COVID deaths among nursing home residents' data have fallen to the lowest level since the pandemic began. Some 67 residents died nationwide in the U.S. of COVID during the week ending March 27th, according to the latest statistics from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. But that doesn't mean that nursing home staff and residents can relax just yet, experts warned. There is growing concern about the highly contagious BA.2 subvariant of Omicron. Nursing home residents continue to be more vulnerable, both because of their ages and underlying medical conditions, even if they have received vaccines and an initial booster shot. Other news, Medicare announced Monday that millions of enrollees will finally have access to free over-the-counter COVID-19 tests at drugstores. More than 59 million people with Medicare Part B outpatient coverage will be able to get up to eight free at-home tests per month, or enough for an individual to test twice a week as some doctors have recommended. Medicare has lagged private insurance following the Biden administration's directive to cover at-home tests because rules and regulations stood in the way and officials had to find a workaround. This is the first time the health insurance program for older people and those with disabilities has covered an over-the-counter test at no cost to recipients. And the CDC announced on Monday a plan to revamp itself with Director Rochelle Walensky hiring an outside senior federal health official to conduct a one-month review. The Washington Post reported the CDC had received harsh criticism from members of Congress and world health experts who cited mixed messaging and inconsistent information on data, such as the VAERS report studies and social distancing protocols. And those are the top stories this week from the coronavirus update. Coming up, a look at trends in the U.S. and overseas. And now with a look at COVID trends, starting with the U.S. The U.S. did surpass the 1 million person death mark earlier this month, ending March 28th. Total COVID-related deaths in the U.S. now stands at 1.008 million, which represents 2% of those who became symptomatic from COVID-19 since 2020. New cases being reported from week to week are down 10% to just over 26,100 new cases being reported per day in the United States. Deaths from COVID-related illness are down 28% to 
just over 470 deaths per day across the 50 states and U.S. territories. On Monday, no state exceeded 30 deaths. New York reported 28 COVID-related deaths on Monday. Oregon reported 23. Also on Monday, 20 states reported COVID deaths, 30 did not. Now looking overseas, globally new cases are down 17% from week to week with 1.26 million new cases being reported each day on average. As far as deaths from COVID-related deaths, the World Health Organization reported 3,502 deaths on average per day around the world. That is down 18% from one week ago. Based on trends, the decline in deaths from COVID has been in process since February 7th, what is now looking like the seventh wave that occurred since the pandemic began in January 2020. Russia, the U.S., and South Korea are the three continents reporting the most COVID deaths per day. On average, Russia leads the world with 287 deaths reported on Monday. And those are the numbers for this latest update. All of this information is online and available to you at candidlyspeaking.net. With your coronavirus update for Tuesday, April 5th, I'm Jim Watkins.